From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com and grab your copy today. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherryanna Boyle. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you to the show. If you're a longtime listener, thank you for coming back. It's so great to have you here. I'm so grateful to have your support, and I'm glad that you're enjoying the show as much as I am. If you're new to the show, this is a show about spirituality. It's about mental health. I don't think you can separate the two. It's also a show where we dive heavily into emotions, topics like emotions and mindfulness and energy and all sorts of things. I know that you're going to enjoy today's show. This is a show that's really going to address some of the questions that I think that we all have at times, and that is about immortality, immortality, about the eternal life. And I think at some point along our spiritual journey, we do wonder these things. We wonder, have I been here before? Is there an afterlife? Do, does our spirit go on forever? And that's normal and natural and healthy. To have those questions. And I believe that some of the insights that we get into this afterlife or this immortality is from individuals who have had near death experiences. And my guest today is one of them. And he's going to join us in just a moment. But before that, I want to remind you that every show is sponsored by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. You'll find that at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. That is where many of our authors list their books that support the show. There's also some links to my books, including my latest book, which is Energy in Action, which is all about learning how to manifest through emotional processing. And it really addresses the importance of processing your emotions when it comes to manifesting, because it can really mess things up. I have to say, it can really screw things up if you're not processing what you feel. I was just talking with someone about this the other day, and they were really dwelling on something. They were dwelling on what isn't happening in their life. And if you really dig into that, dwelling feeling, the energy of dwelling, it feels very heavy, doesn't it? And whenever that heaviness sets in, you have to know that that's going to impact 
what it is that you're creating, but that's not a problem, not a problem, because we can turn things around. We have that ability, the spiritual laws teach us that, and in energy and action, I share 13 spiritual laws, and I also share my beliefs that I believe those laws were created to teach us, to guide us on how to process our emotions. So I encourage you to get that book. Check out that book, Energy in Action. I guarantee you're going to have a new perspective. And there's 52 practices in there. And feel free to reach out and let me know how you feel and and what it was like to move through some of those practices. Again, you can reach me at sherryannaboyle.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, which is sherryanna.boyle. And if you want to dive deeper into this material, I have courses. I have the Energy in Action course, which takes you deeper into the laws and deeper into the healings. So back to immortality. This is our discussion today. I'm so grateful you are here. And right after the break, I'm going to introduce you to today's guest. Welcome, Jacob Cooper, to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you for having me on. It's a true pleasure being on your show. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show. I couldn't wait to talk to you today. I love this stuff. So, Jacob, let me tell the audience a little bit about you. Audience, Jacob Cooper is a clinical social worker. He's also a Reiki master. He's a certified hypnotherapist. And he's an author. He's got two books out there in the world. The the first one is called Life After Breath, which talks about your near-death experience. That's more of a memoir. The second book is called The Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder. And that book is also a podcast. So if you're interested in hearing more from Jacob after the show, visit his podcast or his website, which is jacobcooper.com. And The Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder is are the teachings that you learned from your near-death experience. Is that correct? Yes, yes. I hate uh, jacoblcooper.com. I hate to be that annoying guy, but jacoblcooper.com. <laughs> I, I wanted jacobcooper.com, but it was taken by some other, I guess I'm not big enough to own that, but Jacob L. Cooper, <laughs> I'll take it. But yeah, the Wisdom Jacob's Ladder, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Um, I know in a couple of months, you know, you'll you'll be my honored guest to come on it as well. So viewers stay tuned, but I have my own segments and interviews with anyone who's a thought provocative uh, teacher and leader and luminary. So it's all about giving wisdom back to others. Mm. Well, let me give them a little clip about your life after breath book, because I think that will lead us into today's discussion. And it says death, even for a moment, changes everything. In life after breath, Jacob's near death experience as a child, rippled an opening between him and the spirit world. He lived, but was forever changed. Yeah, well, I, I guess I'm alive. I'm here, right? And we're always, <laughs> always, we're always there. But yeah, that 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 really describes a lot of my NDE. You know, and I know for a lot of viewers, you know, we're used to hearing about NDEs with people who maybe midlife or had them maybe later in their life, and it's it does happen, but not as often, you know, do you see adults talking about their own childhood or for my case, you know, infancy years where I had my NDE. 
So, you know, just as spirit was kind of all that I knew at a very young age. Uh, but that came, you know, my first book that came with a great deal of, it was just a double-edged sword situation, um, which hopefully we'll discuss. It was uh, mm. a lot of great highs and a lot of lows. Um, it was very extreme for sure. Yeah. Interesting. You know, you're the second person that I've met in the last couple of weeks that had a near-death experience as an infant. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I know there's someone named, I th- think her name is Dr. Ingrid Honkel Pond. I don't know if that's her, but you know, it does happen. Dr. Bernie Siegel, if you're familiar with him, has yes. had one. And an interesting Bernie Siegel story is I was once driving a year ago, you know, to a vacation. We stopped off at a restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And I see this guy walking and I'm like, this has to be Bernie Siegel. So I approach him and I'm like, are you Dr. Bernie Siegel? He goes, yeah. And we just talked and he was sitting right behind me and all he was talking about was spiritual things. So this man eats, lives and breathes all this stuff. But, you know, we share that in common. We both had an NDE in our early infancy years. Oh, that's, that's a bit, that's, there's no accident there. I mean, what are there, the chances? This, yeah, this was like, we totally just like said, we're just going to pull up to a random restaurant in Connecticut. And I'm like, he walks in, I'm like, that's him. I've never like met him before, but I just knew. It's a I don't think I would so. recognize him off the street. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It is so interesting. Do you believe in that stuff and that? Do you, do you believe Syn- there's no coincidences since this experience? No, mm-hmm. I mean, my, my NDE really informed me that there's a lack of um, randomness in our lives. I think, you know, one of the biggest takeaways that I share either within my NDE is sometimes we just go through life thinking that this is all there is, that there's no other higher intelligence. We're just here to, you know, pay the bills, go to our jobs and just, we're just here on earth. But I believe we're on this earth, but not of it. And there's so much more orchestration that sometimes we're amnesic to or just kind of blindsided to but there's so much more force going into our everyday life and strings that are being pulled that we don't you know may we may not be privy to so what what did you just say before i wanted to write that down and then it just lost out of my head as you were talking there's a you said you learned from your nde experience that there's a lack of what that that there's a you know some people forget the the symmetry of life and the orchestration of higher intelligence that's beyond our life the lack of randomness you know randomness. sometimes, gotcha. sometimes okay. we just see that <laughs> this is all there is and forget there's so many other strings and forces at play just beyond our own immediate awareness so so in, in some ways you're saying there is no random there is no random and there's levels too i mean i'm a st- I'm a friend and student of Dr. Gary Schwartz, who you may be familiar with. He, you know, is the head of the parapsychology department at the University of Arizona. And he had a big, you know, HBO special where he, you know, tested a lot of the evidential mediums back in, I think, you know, the 2000s or 90s. But he wrote a book all about su- synchronicities and super synchronicities. So the point that I'm trying to make is there's synchronicities, but sometimes where so many things happen in a, in a row it's almost like super synchronistic where it's just this big universal portal opens up and, you know, he gets into the mathematics of these things where if you were to just, you know, look at the statistics of yourself having this experience, the time that it happened, how it happened, it's like 0.0001. And then if you have a couple other uh, 
you know, synchronicities to piggyback that, you know, that happen around that same time frame. You know, there's just a portal that opens up for, you know, synchronicities. So there's different levels, I think, of it. So do you feel that it would be a good practice for people to just take note of those synchronicities, to take a moment and really observe? You know, I had one the other day. I went to the grocery store, which I'm frequently at. If I'm not doing my work, I'm usually at the grocery store. That's what I tell people. If you're looking for me, I'm I'm at one of two grocery stores. But anyway, I'm there but, and I run. But the- you don't you don't go there when you're hungry. That's I always say. Don't, don't get into an argument when you're angry. Don't go to the supermarket when you're. Uh, don't go. Don't go to the supermarket when you're um, hungry. Don't go on a date when you're lonely. You know all those. Three, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and and I always tell my clients, don't go searching for a date when you're lonely either, because that doesn't end up well. You end up getting more depressed right, on right, those right. online sites when they're feeling the lowest. I'm like, that's right. not the time to go searching. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So I ran into someone, she's a neighbor, but I never see her. I've never seen her at that store. And later on in the day, I'm getting ready to see the movie Sound of Freedom. Did you see that movie? I've heard great things. And obviously, Jim is a fan of, uh, you know, many guys and girls, too. I know he's incredibly attractive as well. But it was a very powerful, (laughs) a very powerful movie from what I hear. I will be seeing that. And I like that he addressed and rolled up his sleeves on a real issue that does need to be showcased more and create more awareness, not to hide from it. Yeah, so I, I had decided I was going to go and I had asked all my family members, and they were all I can't go tonight or, Oh, I don't know. And one of them was like, I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know if I can handle people get worried. So I get home and I'm thinking, I'm going to call the person I just saw in the grocery store. Hmm. (laughs) My neighbor, she's my neighbor. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to the movie. You want to come? She got in the car. She didn't know what movie we're going to. (laughs) (laughs) And we went and had an amazing experience. And anyway, all these other synchronicities have happened since then. So Back to your point, one of the learnings that you learned was this, there is no random, and perhaps we need to sit back now and then say, wow, watch, just look at how your life is playing out, and you think you're in charge of that? I mean, mm-hmm. right? what are the chances, and some pretty fabulous things have happened between me and this, this neighbor since then, I just find it all fascinating. Do you want to share with the audience a little bit about your NDE? Do you think that would be helpful to them? What would what would you find most helpful at this point? What is your? I I, I hope that people could find um, insight and inspiration from my NDE. Um, you know, certainly well chronicled in both of my books. You know, Life After Breath and The Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder. But you know, it's you know for for our conversation standpoint. Um, you know, my NDE occurred in 1993. I was just, like I said, three years old. It, at that time, I had whooping cough, otherwise known as pertussis. And I went to a playground, climbed a ladder onto a slide, and just began to totally suffocate due to this whooping cough. And there was no breath. It was the most traumatizing moment of my life to this day. I don't want to sugarcoat that. Um, but there's also a gift in the trauma and the recall that I have, the clear recollection that I have, um, which will we could get into as well, but I, you know, suffocated and just kind of like a power breaker in a home. All the units were just shut off one unit at a time. And my body was just 
you know, just I, I knew that I couldn't resist this, that I was about to die. I was about to cross over. And this was my time or exit point, whatever you want to call it. And um, my brain was the last thing that I became aware of. And I was able to feel and sense my brain. And I saw that it just snapped in half, you know, just kind of like, you know, there's there's a saying that my brain cracked open and that's when God came in. I don't know if some people may be familiar with that, but that literally happened to me due to the deprivation of oxygen where I felt a massive crack in my brain. And that's when the spirit realm, you know, totally opened up. Um, and several moments later, I was just really had a full-blown euphoric mystical near-death experience that included but not limited to just awareness of my own spirit guides, you know, angels. I was aware of who I was before this lifetime um, and the relationship that it had to my life and my NDE. I had premonitions of the work that I would do, and I was given uh, images of angels. I was aware of you know, the all that there is ever was, ever, ever will be, where all of life itself flows through itself. And that is what we call God in our, you know, religious uh, Western world. But it goes just beyond that. And, um, you know, and then I was also aware of people that we reincarnate with throughout many lifetimes and just kind of like this theater of life, which is referred to as soul family. Um, but then, you know, I just had decision a lot of near-death experiencers are told, hey, it's not your time, you know, continue the work. And I was just given a choice what I would do. And obviously decided to stay because I'm here today physically. I will always be her. You know, if I wasn't here, I'd probably be coming through like a medium or something like that and a program. So I, I, I always like to be heard. But um, yeah, you know, that's some of the short, short snippets of my NDE that occurred. It just... Um, September of 1993, and I want to preface that I grew up in the Orthodox Jewish tradition, and my NDE happened right before the what's called the High Holiday of Yom Kippur, which is the day in which the soul is ready to greet itself to the Creator. Uh, little did I know I was about to do that, but it wasn't in the confines of a synagogue. It was direct, you know, connection with God. So um, September has always been a powerful month for me, and then around two decades later. Um, in my early 20s, I was in my first year of college. That's when I had a, an out-of-body experience in the month of September. So I don't know what's about September in me, but that's just a time of, you know, transformative experiences for sure. <laughs> wow. And you have pretty strong recollections. I mean, it happened to you when you were so young. And do you find to this day you can still remember quite clearly everything that that yeah. experience and what is that like for you i freak a lot of people out because a lot some stuff i'm absent-minded to but the important things i will never forget and so some of my friends to this day are freaked out by my memory that i do have and you know it was kind of limited in school you know i wasn't that great in school but for things that really mattered i never forget those things and i'm able to take myself in that place, in that situation, and just fully be there. So I don't know if that was a gift of my NDE, some that I had, but uh, I never thought of it that way, that not just the NDE, but in other areas of my life, I have this kind of clear memory of just significant moments, and I'm able to just take myself there. But 
It depends. I mean, you tell me your name, I'll forget it, but you tell me your astrological sign, I'll remember it. So sometimes there's selectivity <laughs> to it. You tell me your sun, your moon, your rising, I'll remember it. But you tell me your name, I'll forget it. But you'll tell me your face, I'll remember it. So, but I think the, the reason why I'm able to remember it so clearly is the gift of trauma. You know, that trauma, you know, as a therapist, I see, you know, could be something that you push away to protect yourself. Or it's so clear, you know, in your memory that you are able to just feel like you no know, time has passed and you are there. And combine the fact that this experience happened beyond my brain. I mean, my brain wasn't there, but this whole other higher mind took over. So if it's possible, okay. yeah, I'm sorry. Let, let, it's okay. Let me ask you this, Jacob. This is coming in because the other day, it's interesting to me because here you, I, I interview quite a few therapists, social workers, a lot of right. people that write books have these credentials. The other day I interviewed Carla McLaren, the, the author of The Language of Emotions. She has her new release out. That episode will, if it will be launching. And we talked a lot about emotions because you've had this near-death experience and you're also a therapist, how do you view emotions? Well, I mean, I think within a lot of the new age, there's a lot of gaslighting and bypassing of all things human, uh, which, I, which I don't agree with. The near-death experience, if anything, informed me of the eclectic side you know, that we have the personality, we have the emotions, we have the higher mind, or some people call the upper room and the lower room, but it's all a part of the human experience. I think we're both human and we have the spiritual part. We have both of the soul and the human part. And I value both. You know, you can't have a full-fledged human experience without working through the emotional energies, understanding them, developing intelligence behind them, working them out. Um, you know, certainly as a young child, I grew up in a household, we all were given the same food, the same home, but I was by far the biggest outlier. You know, I was, uh, my childhood was not easy in life after breath. I talk about this where I had immense anxiety. I had a lot of sleeping issues, behavioral stuff, a lot of anger. Um, and I think a lot of that is due to the trauma as well as the frustration that I couldn't articulate what happened to me. And, um, you know, one day my father just told me recently that he said, you know, after your NDE, you came up to me and said, hey, dad, something profound happened that day. It's not going to make sense to you, but one day it will. And I'm just kind of paraphrasing my language now, sure. him, but that's kind of what he told me. Uh, but I was on a cocktail of medications, including the Stephen Nicks drug, you know, clonopin at around you know, 10 or 11 years old. Uh, you know, it's just <sighs> crazy what I was on. And it just, you know, informed me that... Um, Mental health is real, but also just how oftentimes kids are under meditated and over medicated. Mm, you know, I, I love. Let's say that again. Say that again, kids, Jacob. Kids, kids are over uh, are over medicated and under meditated, and I, yeah. you know, certainly do not want to lose my job. And I think psychiatry. And I work in a psych <laughs> hospital. I don't I think work, you have to worry. <laughs> I, I work. I work in a psych hospital, the biggest conglomerate in the United States. It's a great job, but I see the function of psychiatry, but, you know, from someone who's been there as a client, I could tell you that it's not functional medicine, meaning, you know, you look at doctors, for instance, I'll give an example. My brother's a podiatrist. He would never see a client without taking an x-ray scan of their foot. It doesn't happen. Uh, but psychiatry, 
is the one medical practice that does not look at any scans of the brain. Other than I think Dr. Daniel and men, you just have to ask why that is. And there's a lot of layers to that, but it's there to really stabilize conditions for some, you know, it could be, you know, they can't live without it, but in terms of curing, in terms of addressing uh, the exact issues neurologically versus just kind of masking some of the dysfunctions, it doesn't, doesn't do that. And so as a young child, that's when I really got immersed in what's called functional medicine, where at the time they didn't do brain scans, but they took my blood and they were uh, able to give me different supplements to help out with some of my bioneurochemistry, which I think we need to get back into, you know, directing the, uh, addressing the direct issue instead of masking it, um, you know, because you still have that same bioneuro dysfunction, you know, you're just kind of tricking yourself with thinking that everything's stabilized with, you know, these different mm. neurotransmitters and medications, so... Do you believe that we all have spirit guides and angels? I believe so. I think the issue is is that we oftentimes don't listen to them or lack awareness of them, or we've been uh, culturally programmed to uh, listen to our own thoughts versus the energy around us and also in the depths of our heart, um, and to trust in you know this flow of information. I think spirit is always talking to us. But at times we've gone accustomed to listening to a voice from different angles. And, you know, for most of us, that voice is, you know, riddled in fear, fear or just scarcity, you know, versus surrender um, and, and finding ways to really look at life through a different angle. So the more open we become, the more readily we could receive from our guides. And it's, I think some people think that you have to be like this big, you know, big, powerhouse house author to see your spirit guides and maybe some of them can but we all have them it doesn't mean that they'll come you know in front of you like in my nd like full-blown angels right in front of you it could just be that nudge or that thought energy that you have you know so i think it's important for people to really listen to i mean that that guidance and the familiarity of it and the quieter becoming more you could hear to to your guides i love that and I love. I would love it if you share some more tips with us on your NDE experience that we could benefit from hearing today. But we need to take a quick break. If you're just tuning in to Just Ask Spirit, I'm speaking with Jacob Cooper. You can find him at Jacob L. Cooper. Don't forget the L. Dot com. Yeah. Although you pulled up really quick for me, Jacob, I have to say on Google. So don't worry. <laughs> I just put, I didn't put any L in there and you pulled up very quick. So he's the author of Life After Breath and the Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder. You can also check out his podcast there. We're going to talk more about the, some of the teachings that you can learn right after the break. So stay tuned. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? We'll look no further. 
Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherriannaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just As Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm speaking with Jacob Cooper, author Jacob Cooper. We're talking about his NDE life in his book, Life After Breath and the Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder. Before the break, I was mentioning how, well, you mentioned <laughs> that you've had many learnings from your NDA experience. Would you be open to sharing some insights? I mean, we already shared one that take a moment to appreciate the synchronicities in our lives. And yeah. I love your statement about many of our children are overly medicated and under meditated and under meditated, overly medicated. Yeah. Overly. Yeah. Yes. And that the guides are there. It's just a matter of whether we're listening and paying attention more to our thoughts or, and I mean, how I connect to spirit is through feeling. And that's why I'm 
such a huge fan of emotional processing and teach it because I want to know what you think about this. For me, that's, I've always been connected to spirit, but that really took it to the next level because when you really, in my opinion, when you really process your emotions, you're not in your head. You're not, you're not talking. Yeah. You know, as a therapist, I think thoughts influence our feelings, our feelings influence behavioral outcomes. And if we're able to really get into all those three, we have the Holy Trinity running, you know, we're, you know, in balance, but yeah, emotions, energy and motion. It's just emotion that we go through and we have to allow ourselves to feel. And as I say, if you feel what you feel, you can heal. Uh, but the way out is through. And many times we just ignore, suppress feelings. We're taught, hey, you're feeling this way, then you're oftentimes gaslit as a young kid or to kind of toughen up. And I think while that has value uh, to some degree, especially in this generation where it's a little bit too extreme, I think we have to get back to more of a middle ground, you know, in learning how to be objective and learning, like, but also how to feel things. And sometimes you call it the wise mind, the feeling mind, whatever you want to identify that as but in terms of you back to your question um, do you mind if i ask you about what you just said before and you hold on to that thought okay we got we both have a thought to hold on to the holy trinity being in balance talk more about that well i think you know a lot of people you know are just rooted in you know a lot of people have imbalance where they may just be in the thought mind they may just be more in the feeling mind or they're just reacting on their behavior, their thoughts and feelings and behaving. And that's what the world is seeing. So I think what's important is to understand the root of life, where I think a lot of it is rooted in, you know, our thoughts and how our thoughts can influence our feelings. It's hard to have feelings without a sponsored thought. And our feelings, you know, lead to emotions. And those emotions really could lead to uh, behavioral outcomes. So you know, for instance, I work with kids, right, you know, psychiatric hospital, and plenty of times you just focus on the behaviors, my kids being defined, okay, well, what's behind the iceberg is maybe feelings of inadequacy, maybe they're not feeling love, maybe they're sabotaging. And for them, they're used to putting themselves out there and not getting it back. So there's, there's many different layers. So if we don't address, you know, some of the feelings, hurt people will continue to hurt people. And I think it's important to find ways, you know, to address those feelings and and to label it, identify it, and how we engage with the world will be different because we're a lot more imbalanced and we're more aware. And all this helps with the brain because I think all of mental health is really brain health. You know, with my clients who, let's say, engage in therapy or meditate, you know, they'll do brain scans on people. And they'll find that the prefrontal cortex, which is all related to self-awareness, is a lot higher than those that do not um, the same study. So in, in a sense, you know, therapy and medication all helps to create more awareness of the self behaviors and your ability to develop what Sigmund Freud would call a third person ego, meaning you're able to take yourself you know, outside of yourself and observe uh, from a higher vantage point. Uh, so I, it starts with awareness. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you had quite a bit of anxiety. You were on medication. So you were one of those heavily medicated kids. How did you, how did your, well, first of all, did your NDA experience, NDE, I'm sorry, (laughs) experience help you through that? And, And was that 
what helped you to get on the other side of that anxiety or was it something else? Can you just talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of people, either they're experiencing anxiety themselves or they're living with someone who's experiencing anxiety and, or perhaps in a state of, as I call it, non-feeling, right? So sometimes when you're overly medicated, if it's not being properly watched, that can lead to other problems. And I've had other guests on the show talk. I'm sure you see that in the hospital, how important it is because then you have side effects and things like that. And I too was on medication at one point in my life and I couldn't tolerate the side effects. So I had to find another way to, to go about regaining my sense of balance, as you say. So what helped you? Well, I want to preface that I, I still have anxiety, you know, and I think most of us do. And I think the key is, is to not be anxious because we are anxious, to not be angry because we're angry. You know, having an NDE does not immunize you from the human experience in mental health. If anything, it could accelerate a lot of this stuff to come up more from some of the trauma that people have. So I think a lot of people will look at the surface of NDEs and the mystical experiences and think that you have all the answers. And quite honestly, it has led, it's, it's been a continual life, a double-edged sword. But I think for myself, I work on it each and every day. You know, each day is another journey of my mental health journey um, and allows for myself to have more compassion, insight, understanding to clients that come my way. Uh, but it, it helps me to stay grounded and reminded that we're not here to defeat anxiety or mental health. We're learning how to, we're, we, we are learning how to live with it. And just because, you know, you have anxiety or you have conditions does not mean that you need to sideline yourself. It means, you know, finding ways to learn to live conjunctively with conditions, much like if someone had a heart issue or cancer, you know, we wouldn't tell them to just stay, you know, bedridden for your whole life. You know, you'd want to find ways to live while you live, even with, you know, some of that. And sometimes you have to scale back and just say, hey, today I, I need that. It's it's too much and that's okay. But, you know, in general, you know, we're all here to stay in the field and that's how we make plays. And no matter how banged up we are, we just have to learn how to pivot and recalibrate and work through some of the coping skills personally and professionally to be our best self. But I don't think anyone's immunized to the body and I look at the body and mental health no differently. You're not immunized and mental health either. And if you are, then that's when the problems will really escalate. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's something that you work on every single day, that there okay. is no magic. There is no magic cure. There's no magic pill. It may take the edge off a little bit or yeah. give you that extra support, depending on how intense your levels are. If you're someone who has had a near-death experience and maybe maybe you're not talking about it or not realizing, wow, I am a little extra sensitive, then you might want to reach out to Jacob and have a conversation. I think there's probably more people out there that don't realize it. Maybe even in sports kind of got knocked out for a few minutes or something. And Mm -hmm. maybe, is it possible that people are having near-death experiences and just not remembering it? I mean, I believe that there's been some discussion on that. I, I think so. And I think it's possible that people are having these things and not knowing what they are, or they're afraid to tell their surroundings and not able to really process it. 
you know, NDEs take a long time to really make sense of, uh, you know, NDE research, you know, states that really takes around two to three decades, particularly for kids to make sense of their experiences. And I could say that's true. I honestly wouldn't know what an NDE would, would be until I picked up a book with someone else who had it. Otherwise, for me, it was just this experience I didn't have a name for. And, you know, I credit a lot my friend, Dr. Raymond Moody, who coined the actual experience, you know, and gave it a term. Uh, because with the, without that, if you can't name it, like, you can't tame it, you can't understand what it is. So I think labels have their limitations, but also they could create universality and just um, identification of an experience. Mm. It's absolutely fascinating. And you don't need to have a near-death experience to know that there's life beyond this life, that to connect with guides and masters and, and spirit I, I remember my daughter, I think I've spoken about it on the show, but my middle daughter had a visitation from an angel and I was privileged enough to witness it because she was probably about 11 and I'll never forget the feeling and the look on her face. It just appeared and she would, we talk about it today, how she would have the ability to channel her grandfather. And it was just this constant, she's like, mom, it was annoying. <laughs> and we constant, he constantly talked to me and she would tell us what he would say and things like that. So I just want to point that out that you don't have to have a, a near death experience to, to, be, to have these experiences like, wow, there's more to life than what I can see. Yeah. And sometimes for kids, that place could be more comforting but other times, you know, and I had a conversation with another guest on my channel, it could be like Matt Damon and the Hereafter. If you ever seen that movie where he was like this medium and he just didn't want any part of it. He just wanted to live a normal life, whatever that is. And so a lot of times people will bury this stuff away, not knowing really what it is. And I know for myself, that happened to me as a kid where I had all these premonitions and stuff like that. And it was just annoying. I'm like, why can't I That's just what my daughter not, says. Why can't <laughs> I just why, why can't I just live and not see these things happening when they come? It's just like, oh, this is so annoying. But then later in life, I'm like, oh, this is psychic stuff. This is premonitions. So, you know, some of the stuff that we feel as kids may make us feel weird. When we're adults, we recognize weird is the coolest thing that we can do. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You don't have to have an NDE uh, to have this stuff because it really is all about tapping into the soul, which is eternal. When you tap into the soul, there's a, a recollection of who and what you are. So the soul isn't just there to experience um, when we die. The soul could be felt when we're living. And once you're able to really understand the nature of the soul, you understand the nonlinearity of it and the, just how it goes on with and beyond this body. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on Just As Spirit and sharing your memoir and sharing the teachings in this book and having this information available for people. Oh, well, well, thank you. On, thank you for having me on. And I love the title of your show because I, I think really um, it's all about curiosity. It's all about exploration. Um, and that's how I really expand this box of reality. You know, the world as we see it, if we weren't curious about it, we would just still see it as flat, but through curiosity, we're able to explore new worlds and some idiots still feel it's flat and that's their thing. But, you know, <laughs> but for the majority of us, we see it differently. 
And I think spiritually the same thing too. And each dairy is another way to ask intentional questions and we'll be able to expand, you know, our box of eternal awareness. So. And thank you for all your service that you're doing for children and families in the field of psychiatry. It's such incredible, valuable work. Again, everyone, Jacob Cooper, jacoblcooper.com. Book is Life After Breath, The Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder. You can check him out. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to say goodbye to Jacob, but I also want to wrap up the show. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, To the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Okay, Just Ask Spirit listeners, guess what? I have a new Patreon community. This is a community where you can get extra content, extra Just Ask Spirit content from me. Yes, and today, loading into this community, I'm I'm have a piece where I talk about a 
acceptance, particularly self-acceptance. This information was channeled to me as it often is when I work with emotions, when I work with clients or I work with myself or whether I'm teaching and I'm asking spirit all the time for information. And sometimes just the information is so good that I have to share it. And that's why I decided to develop this patron community. So you can have access to extra content now. Just go over to sherryannaboyle.com, hit podcast, and you'll get the links to that community. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my other stuff, all the books, courses, and Azores Retreat, baby. It's not happened till uh, 2024, but we are in the early bird registration, which saves you about 500 bucks if you register early. So if you're thinking about a trip, again, it's going to be May 2024. I've got some great stuff lined up for that trip. We're going to be doing some emotional cleansing. We're going to go on an adventure. We're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. It's going to be great. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Thank you so much for being a listener. And remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.